What's going on, Bucks fans? It's David, back with another episode of Dear Bucks. It's over. Last night, the Mavs got the best of the Bucks. They beat them at Pfizer Forum 120 to 116. That's all she wrote. All good things must come to an end. Last night's game was was frustrating, to be honest. Especially through the first three and a half, three and three quarters. Three and three quarters quarters. That's a mouthful. The only players who really showed up in the way that we would have expected were Giannis, Kyle Korver, which, let's be honest, I wouldn't have expected that. And Dante DiVincenzo showed up on the defensive end of the court. He did a great job defensively, but offensively, not just him, but but the whole team. The bench mob was not good. Ursan went two for nine. Brooke Lopez was one for eight or something like that. An airballed three from Brooke. He's shooting really poorly from three this year. Going through a really tough stretch. So last night it was tough to watch. Our defense was not on point. Not how it normally is. We gave up a lot of threes, a lot of easy baskets. Starting in the first quarter, you know, the game started, and I thought, we're going to get going. Giannis starts out, gets an and one. We get another bucket. You know, quick fire. It's like, okay. I even turned, and I said to the person I was watching with, I said, you know what? We're going to blow this team out. That is not what happened. After that, in the first quarter, we slowed down. We started missing shots. Our defense was lacking. We were giving them open threes, open lanes to the basket. We weren't helping off our men. It was frustrating to watch, and that trend kind of continued through the entire first half until we made a little run right at the end. Last couple minutes, Bucks do a classic Bucks thing. This 16-point lead all of a sudden is only three points at halftime. And you're thinking like, oh, you know what? This third quarter comes, we're coming out, we're smacking them right in the mouth. Let's go. We're right where we need to be. But third quarter comes, and the same thing sort of starts to happen. We're kind of going through the motions, we make a little run, they extend their lead, we bring it back to a manageable deficit, they extend their lead again. It's this yo-yo, this seesaw action, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the whole time, the only person who's showing up on the offensive end of the court is Giannis Antetokounmpo. His three-point shot was off last night. It was off. It really was. But he didn't let that deter him. He got to the basket. He finished through contact. He had some amazing plays. He was getting dunks. Getting to the free-throw line. Shooting a solid percentage from the free-throw line. He played really well. Grabbing rebounds everywhere. And at certain points in the game, the only reason it felt like we were staying close was Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver was knocking down threes. Pump fake. One dribble. Pull up. Yak. Got him. Boom. Kyle Korver. 17 points, I believe he had last night. Incredible. Giannis, 48. 48 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists. M V. P, M, V, P. 
You guys already know. That was, or let me say that again, those were the only two players who really showed up offensively for our team. Chris Middleton, nine points. Chris Middleton is a wonderful player. But nine points isn't good enough. It's just not good enough. But it's one game, so let's keep that in perspective. We did win 18 straight. Chris Middleton has been fantastic since he came back from injury. So let's cut him some slack, but nine points isn't good enough. The worrying things, the trend I know about Chris Middleton that I've noticed. He doesn't really have the skill set to create separation on his shot, nor get to the basket, nor get to the foul line. So he relies on a steady diet of really tough jumpers. Well, guess what happens when you're not hitting those, right? When you're not hitting jumpers, you need to find a way to manufacture easy baskets. You hear these announcers talk about it all the time. Game's not going, get to the free throw line. Make a layup. Just see the ball go through the basket. Middleton doesn't have the skill set to create separation because he doesn't have elite quickness. So he's not getting to the basket to see it go through the basket. And he's not getting to the foul line either. So when he's having tough nights... He's got to shoot through those. And that doesn't always work because he doesn't get to see the ball go through the basket. He doesn't get the confidence. And now he's in his head too much. But you could see, when I thought, when I resigned myself to the fact that the Bucks were about to lose this game and our 18-game winning streak was toast, it was when those plays started to happen. Right? We got a three-on-one fast break. Sterling Brown down the middle. Giannis on the left side. George Hill on the right side. Sterling Brown waits. Throws the alley-oop to George Hill. George Hill fumbles the alley-oop, turn it over, go down to the other end of the court. Must have been not a couple plays later. Mavericks missed a shot. Chris Middleton, all alone, under the basket, fumbles the rebound, out of bounds. When those plays start happening, NBA fans, you know it. Bucks fans, you know it. That feeling, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's not our night. We're doing things, we're doing shit that we normally would not do. But it's just happening tonight. It's just constantly Little here, little there. And you felt like the Bucks started to believe that the streak was over. But lo and behold, right at the end of the game in the fourth quarter, after it seemed that the Mavericks were going to kind of blow our tails off, they were getting up by like 15, 16, 17, the Bucks make a comeback. Mostly with the bench. Kyle Korver, Ursan, right? They made a little comeback. And that little comeback gave us enough life. Dwight Powell misses some free throws. Tim Hardaway Jr. misses some free throws. We get rebounds. We get easy buckets. All of a sudden, it's a five-point game. We put Giannis back in the game. He drives down the floor. And one. Falling down. And one. 119-116 with about five seconds left. Giannis goes to the free throw line. Misses the free throw. Now you think about it, of course we would have loved for Giannis to make the free throw. But it may have been the blessing in disguise that he missed it because with five seconds left and a timeout, time is not on our side. So we get the rebound, offensive rebound. Sterling Brown grabs the rebound. But, and of course, the adrenaline rushing through his head. It's not an easy moment to remain calm. He goes up for the layup against Christoph Porzingis, gets blocked, and then knocks it out of bounds. We were down three. Of course you know. You've got to kick that ball out or take a timeout and allow us to get a good three-point shot to tie the game. It didn't happen. 
They end up making one free throw, 121-16. We lose. 18-game winning streak is over. And now we get the chance to regroup. And Thursday, it's the Big Kahuna. The Lakers are on the road tonight. They may come into the game in the Pfizer on Thursday. They may come in with a 15 or 16-game winning streak on the road and winning eight overall if they win their next game tonight. The Bucks, our streak's over. But let's keep this in mind. We're 24-4 and four and second best record in the NBA. We are a fantastic team. Second in offensive rating, first in defensive rating. We're no joke. And we have the opportunity on Thursday to bounce back and beat the team who has the best record in the NBA and the team that has stolen most of the media attention. I don't want to even say steal. Has gotten most of the media attention for the large majority of this season thus far. LeBron and AD versus Giannis. I'm excited. I'm ready for that game on Thursday. Because Lord knows we need to get this game out of our system immediately, as soon as possible. Because it's going to happen. The NBA, that's why 18-game winning streaks don't happen all the time. Because it is hard to win 18 games in a row. Things go wrong. You lack focus. One player gets hot. Two players get hot. Next thing you know, team has made 23s, 18 threes. You lose. But for 18 games, we were able to resist that. And that is impressive. So looking back on it, reflecting on it, I'm proud of this Bucks team. I'm happy with where we're at. Sometimes you got to lose. We probably overlooked them because of no Luka Doncic. That's all right. We lost the game. Let's get it back together. Regroup. Thursday, we're going to come at home and let's blow the Lakers out of the building. That's all I got. Signing off. David, go Bucks, go.